Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's program, we bring you an experience-sharing article from the China Fahui entitled Master Helps Me Escape Danger by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The English translation was published on the Minghui website on November the 24th, 2022. I'm 59 years old. Before I began practicing Falun Dafa in 2006, I suffered various illnesses, including chronic hepatitis B serious stomach problems and breast hyperplasia. The liver pain was often unbearable. I tried all kinds of treatments and medicines, but nothing helped. Doctors told me and my family that there was no cure for this kind of hepatitis. I was not able to live a normal life and became emaciated. Part 1. Stepping on the Cultivation Path In September 2006, a friend told me about Falun Dafa and I obtained a precious copy of Zwan Falun. After I read the book the first time, I felt warmth flow throughout my body. I did not yet understand the far principles, but I kept saying, this book is so good, so good. This is what I have been looking for. A couple of days later, the lady who had recommended Zwan Falun to me came to my store with three other practitioners. They brought me a picture of Master Lee, Falun Dafa's founder. When I took it from her, I felt something revolving in my lower abdomen. After reading the teachings and learning the exercises, I realized that Master was already taking care of me and had planted a Falun in my body. I spent my free time reading the far. When customers came to my store, along with explaining the products on display, I told them about Falun Dafa. I felt happy every day. My family saw the changes in my mood and in my physical health. They all said, Falun Dafa is good. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. Part 2. Getting out of the detention centre. At the end of April 2008, I sold all my inventory and then I sold the store. A major earthquake took place in Wenchuan City, Sichuan Province on May the 12th. With master's arrangements and practitioner's help, I was fortunate to join a local fast study group in May 2008 and became part of a whole body of cultivators. By comparing my study and cultivation with others, I realized why I came to this world. I started clarifying the truth about the persecution face-to-face and distributing truth clarification materials to save people. After the Lantern Festival at the end of February 2010, I went to visit a relative out of town who was seriously ill. I clarified the truth to people on my way there. Someone who did not know the facts reported me to the police. I was taken to a local police station. Four or five police officers took turns pressuring me. I refused to cooperate and kept clarifying the truth to them. Master said in far teachings given at the 2009 Washington DC International Far Conference, quote, For a cultivator, looking within is a magical tool. Unquote. At the critical moment, Master unlocked my wisdom. I examined myself for issues in my cultivation. After I identified my attachments, I was no longer afraid and I calmed down. 
From 8am to 10pm, four officers took turns interrogating me and abusing me. Other than clarifying the truth, I said nothing. They tied my hands behind my back and then to the window frame. I was lifted up and could not touch the ground. I told them that it is a heavenly principle that good is rewarded but evil deeds are punished. When they persecuted kind-hearted people, they were hurting themselves and their families. They untied me from the window frame and called the government agencies in my neighbourhood and my work unit. Because my blood pressure was as high as 220, the detention centre refused to admit me. A police officer whispered something to the detention centre physician and left. After the officers were gone, the physician said to me, You look very kind, don't worry, your case is not serious. You will spend at most seven days here. I knew Master was protecting me and giving me encouragement through the physician's words. After I was taken to the detention centre, I refused to recite the regulations. Instead, I recited the FAR, including all the sections I was able to recall. I told everyone about Falun Dafa. There were more inmates than beds in the cell. The inmates had to take turns pulling night duty. The guards told the head inmate in our cell not to assign me any duties at night. She also told the inmates to take good care of me. The inmates, who were on duty between 2 and 4 a.m., had to stand for two hours and could only lie down next to the restroom after they got off duty. I told them to come over and sleep next to me and use my blankets. I took the opportunity to whisper to them facts about Falun Dafa. I told them to recite, Falun Dafa is good. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. They thanked me after understanding the true situation. Some agreed to quit the Chinese Communist Party CCP and its affiliated organisations. In the process, I was able to get rid of many attachments and human sentiments. Under Master's protection, I helped seven inmates quit the CCP and its affiliated organisations. I returned home in 10 days. My family and relatives know that Darfur is good. They witnessed Darfur's wonderful and extraordinary effects. The CCP resorted to implication to persecute Darfur practitioners. Some family members were pressured to beg me to quit practicing. My brother wept, knelt on the ground and said, Please, I beg you, quit practicing. His wife wept and said, I will have to divorce your brother if you insisted on practicing. I knew that they were pushed to the limit when the CCP spread lies nationwide. I thought about the situation calmly. After they calmed down a little, I told them, Please don't be afraid. Don't listen to the CCP's lies. Falun Dafa is honourable and righteous. The Chinese constitution says that citizens have freedom of belief and the right to personal freedom. Dafa's Master Lee has taught us to be kind by following the standards of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. This benefits our families and the country. Whether you stay married is your decision and it has nothing to do with my decision to cultivate. Falandafa is such a great practice. No one can change my righteous belief. A few days later, I left my hometown and went to a different city where I found a new job. For a decade and a half, I experienced so much on my cultivation journey. Part 3. Stopping the police with righteous thoughts. In 2014, I went to a new residential community to distribute DARFA materials. 
The police arrested me after receiving reports from someone who believed the CCP's lies. They forced me to pose for pictures next to my truth clarification materials spread on the floor. I said, don't show up in the picture, and indeed, the materials did not show up in their pictures. At that moment, one officer lost control. He repeatedly slapped my face. He cursed me while asking for my name, where I came from and where the materials came from. I did not say anything other than continue to clarify the truth. I also told them that Falun Dafer is practiced worldwide, that it was a heavenly principle that good is rewarded and evil deeds are punished. I explained the physical and mental changes I experienced after I began practicing. The other officers listened quietly. Then an officer came in from the outside. He asked me my name, where I was from and where I got the materials. When I did not answer his questions and kept clarifying the truth, he hit and kicked me. My face and my body were bruised, yet I did not hate him. Master's words echoed in my mind from teachings given on Lantern Festival Day 2003. Quote, Every person in the entire world was at one point part of my family. Unquote. Tears came to my eyes. In my heart I said to Master, Benevolent and great Master, please be sure that no matter how hard it is, I will carry on, since I know it is each Dafa disciple's mission and duty to clarify the truth and save people. When I looked at the officers, I felt sorry for them. I remembered Master's words from the teachings given on Lantern Festival Day 2003. Quote, the far is merciful to all beings, but at the same time it's solemn and dignified. Unquote. I said quietly to Master, Please strengthen me and transfer all the pain to the abuser. Let them suffer the pain, not me. I said the second sentence aloud so everyone could hear it. One officer who raised his fist to hit me lowered his arm and asked, What were you saying? I replied, Transfer all the pain to the abuser. You suffer the pain, not me. As soon as I finished speaking, he appeared to be in great pain and hurried out of the room. Despite incurring numerous injuries as a result of police beatings, I never felt any pain. Strengthened by Master, I made use of divine power to reverse the effects of those abusing me. I knew Master was right next to me, and I truly experienced Darfur's solemn dignity and extraordinary power, an experience that paved a solid foundation for my cultivation path ahead. Part 4. Maintaining Compassionate Thoughts it was the day after the COVID lockdown in Beijing in 2020. Me and I took a scooter to distribute truth clarification materials and tell people about Falun Dafa face-to-face. We collaborated well. Many kind-hearted people took the materials, and some quit the CCP and its affiliated organizations. In a residential community, me talked to a security guard about Falun Dafa, while I stood nearby and sent forth righteous thoughts. It took her longer than usual, so I walked to a courtyard. A car was parked there, but I did not see anyone. I took a truth clarification brochure from my bag and left it on the windshield. I turned around and headed out of the courtyard. A dog barked and a tall, heavy-set man came out of a house. Who are you? Why are you here? He snarled. I said, I'm here to deliver blessings and save people. Beijing has been locked down. 
Officials are in safe havens and nowhere to be seen. Who is concerned about you? We practitioners risk being beaten and arrested regardless of the danger. We have been delivering materials and clarifying the truth for over 20 years. We are doing it so that you can know the facts. Remembering that Fallon Duffer is good, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good, will help you remain safe during the pandemic. He thought for a moment and then asked, What was in my bag? I told him I had informational materials to help save people. I took out the brochure, A Safe Life is a Blessing, and handed it to him. I asked him to read it carefully. He said, Oh, this is what you do. We'd better go to the police station. I replied, Young man, don't be foolish. You have other things to do, and I'm busy saving people who are waiting for me. Many police officers know that practitioners are good people. What's the point of going there? He insisted on calling the police. I told him, your call won't go through. No one will answer your call. Half an hour passed. Suddenly my mouth was dry and my tongue stiffened. I knew that it was the old forces stopping me from talking to the young man to save him. I also knew that Master was right next to me. I said to Master, great compassionate Master. Please save this young man. Don't let him be destroyed by piling up more karma and don't let his family suffer ill consequences. The young man understood and said, You may leave. I wish you good luck. I thanked him and left. As soon as I returned home, I knelt in front of Master's picture and could not hold back my tears. Master resolved another trial as long as I kept up kind thoughts. Part 5 Escaping Danger Over the years, I've walked city streets and tramped through countryside fields to deliver truth clarification materials and tell people the facts. I replaced my bicycle with a scooter. I met all kinds of people. Some were grateful, others cursed me, and some called the police. Some burst into tears when they heard the facts about Fallon Daffer. I talked to a man in his 70s about Fallon Daffer. He listened for a short while, but was anxious to leave. I said, Sir, for the safety of you and your family, let me give you a periodical. You may read it at home. He looked at it and said that I was against the CCP and threatened to report me to the police. He also wanted to take my scooter. I held on to the scooter tightly to stop him. He locked my scooter and threw the key into a ditch. It was winter and very few people took that route. There were no homes or stores. I knew that there was a police station nearby. I decided to quickly leave, but the key was gone and I wouldn't be able to ride it. I said in my heart to Master, Master, your disciple has run into difficulty. Master, please help me. As soon as I finished saying that, I saw a pickup truck. I waved to the driver and he stopped. I told him what had happened. Without saying a word, he picked up my scooter and put it in the back of his truck. He then drove towards my home. When we were near the police station, we saw the elderly man who'd thrown my key away hurrying along, holding the periodical. Under Master's protection, I left that dangerous place and returned home safely. Master again resolved the danger. In the remaining time, I will follow Master's words. Study the far, study the far well, and cooperate with other practitioners.
I will strive forward diligently and save more people. These are my personal understandings. Due to my limited level, if there is anything not in compliance with the FAR, please kindly point it out. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.